Hi, this is Adina here with today's episode of Wonder Your Way to Brilliant, a podcast show of courage to be curious. And this year, if you've been following us, you know that we are talking about the yamas and the niyamas, ethical principles for yogic living, or as we might think of them, principles for just living a good and conscious life. During the month of April, we've been talking about the yama or the principle of asteya and non-stealing. Last week was Earth Day, and so we were talking about not stealing, non-stealing from the earth, and I shared a powerful talk that had been given um, by Paul Hawkins to a class at, um, for a commencement address, and this week I want to return back to thinking about another aspect of asteya and non-stealing, and it's one that feels very, I don't know, almost vulnerable to share because of how much it matters to me. I sometimes think it's one of these aspects of non-stealing that sits most deeply at my core or that I'm perhaps most sensitive to because it sits most deeply at my core. So I'm actually feeling rather weepy as I'm recording this. So who knows what will happen in the course of this recording. Either it will uplift me or you will feel that those depths in this um, recording. But the aspect of non-stealing that I'm referring to is the non-stealing of energy. And here's what I mean by that. I can be a person who can have very highs and very lows, and I almost like the extremes. I don't know, there's something about the intensity of it that I think makes me feel very alive, perhaps a lot of pathology wrapped up in that. But I do know that when I am feeling excited about things, when I'm feeling really invigorated about them or intrigued by them, and I walk into a room ready to share or just very feeling good, even if I'm not sharing, just feeling really good with the energy of something, and someone walks into a room and doesn't notice at all, but just brings in what some kind of negative energy or just totally non-observant of the energy that's actually there and then brings it down. Either there's a com- just you know, frivolously complaining about something or being negative or if I share something exuberant or something that's exciting to me and the response that the person offers is something that maybe includes some skepticism or some doubt or maybe just non-excitement around it, is it literally feels like the wind being swept out of my sails. And I notice the same thing. I, I can see myself when I'm not at my best and someone else is feeling full of energy, perhaps my kids, perhaps they're coming full of energy, and I'm not for some reason. And if I'm not really paying attention, if I'm not in a conscious place, that I can steal the wind out of their sails and I cannot show up. I cannot show up to meet them in that excited place where they are. And I actually feel like a thief at those moments. You know, I I can do it. I can be unconscious in the moment of doing it. And then a moment of consciousness arises, smacks me in the face, and I realize I've just stolen something from them. I realize that I've stolen 
the energy of excitement, the energy of investment, the energy of caring, the, the energy of being alive to something and awake to something. And they brought that to the table and I stole it away. And it's amazing how quickly the stealing can happen. So I notice it in the places where I can be the thief and I can notice it in the places where I've been the thick victim of the theft. And for me, the feeling in either direction is like, oh, the stealing is because there was an opportunity, a moment either for me to be brought up by someone else's energy and to meet them in a place where they have an opportunity to express that energy, live that energy, bring a vibrance of aliveness to a moment. And if I was a thief, I've stolen that. I've stolen it from them. I've stolen it from me. I've stolen it from the universal energy of the world. Because let's face it, what is the world really made up of? It's made up of energy. We look around and we see things and we see, you know, the things in nature, things in our house, and we believe that we live in a physical world that is mostly of material things. But the truth is that us as beings and even the material things that we see are over 99% pure energy. And the physical matter part that makes up what we see is an incredibly small percentage of what's actually around us. So everything is energy. And when we steal some of that energy, a positive energy, a strong energy, we've stolen it from the person, we've stolen the opportunity from ourselves, and we've actually transformed the kind of energy that is out there in the world, and we've brought it down. And I know when I am in that space, when I am the one bringing the vibrant energy and when I'm the one excited to share and when I'm the one who you know, has some positive energy to put out there in the world and it's not met, I literally end up feeling teary for the world, not just for me. I end up feeling teary that and sad that an opportunity for the world for a little bit more of the energy that's out there in the universe to be filled with vibrance, filled with positivity, filled with appreciation or gratitude or wonder or amazement has just been stolen away. The good thing about energy is we can restore it at another time so it can come back. But in that moment, in that moment that we'll never get back again, because while energy can be restored and renewed and, you know, recreated all the time, time is a non-renewable resource. Time is one of those incredibly precious non-renewable resources. And once a moment is gone, it's gone. It doesn't ever come back again. So, this is the notion of non-stealing that I want to put out there for our consideration this week. I want us to put out there the consideration of what kind of energy do we bring to each and every moment? 
if someone were doing a documentary and following us around and following us around with the kind of energy that we're bringing, could we ask ourselves, am I bringing energy that is making the world feel like a more authentic place, a stronger place, a place filled with gratitude, a place filled with connection. I'm specifically not saying it always has to be high energy because it doesn't. And I'm not going to ever put out there that we all have to be joyful all of the time and that we all have to be excited all of the time because it's not real. Um, and I, I think what we want to put out there is real. But are we present to the moment that is? And are we meeting it with consciousness? Are we meeting it mindfully for a kind of energy that makes sense for that moment, for a kind of energy that is authentic? And if my child comes home excited from school and has, you know, is filled with stories to share, and there's not some super big crisis going, it really feels to me like the moment, the energy to bring to that moment is to match her, is to receive her, is to be in that space with her. Likewise, if she comes home really sad about something, then the energy is to match her there and is to be present and to you know, be able to listen and hear and bring empathy and that that's the energy. So do we bring the energy that is most appropriate and authentic and real for the moment? And so that's the invitation and non-stealing is are we, how do we show up? Are we an energy thief or are we an energy enhancer? Can we, do we match and create and enhance the energy that is most appropriate for the moment and that adds the most authentic, real connection that we can in any space? It's a tall order. As I said, it's one that matters deeply to me. I think it's one of the most, it's actually one of the most painful things I experience in relationship, um, whether it's, you know, friendship or I, I tend to let it go and work more about work and in friendship and other kinds of relationships and intimate relationships is the sensitivity to um, how the energy that I bring is met and the um, ways in which I meet the energy of the people that I am with. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. If this struck a chord with you, if it leaves you wondering and curious because it's something you haven't really thought about before, if like me, you're feeling moments of cringe, like, oh, I can picture times when I've been an energy thief um, and you want to share that with me, go ahead and do that. You can always email me at adina at couragetobecurious.com. And then this will be posted on our Facebook page, Encourage to be Curious. So you can comment there if you like. And perhaps there are people in your life that you feel you never maybe would have named it this way before, but you feel like you want to have this conversation with. Maybe you're a parent and you have children and you notice that you're constantly stealing energy from each other. Maybe you have a partner or a spouse or a boyfriend or a girlfriend that you notice that you don't do this for each other as well as you could. Um, maybe it's even a parent um, or a sibling. I wonder, you know, what would happen if we allowed ourselves to have the conversation with people that we care about 
about how we can create and meet energy and build connection through energy and be present for each other um, rather than leaving each other feeling the victim of energy thieving. So if that's the case, if you think that could be a fruitful thing, perhaps sharing this episode or just opening up a dialogue with somebody, because if we can all get a little bit better at being present and conscious to the energy that others are bringing, I just imagine what a more connected space we would be in. So thank you for listening and please share. And if you haven't heard, if you're not on the mailing list, but you just received this as podcasts, um, actually tomorrow um, is the first of two possible dates to join a two-hour Healthy Money Mindset virtual course that I'm doing using some of the advanced mindset protocols that I've been expanding in my practice. And in short, what that is, is two hours where we're going to be working with the subconscious mind to clear some of the stories and maybe negative memories that have gotten in the way of our positive relationship or healthy relationship with money. It's going to be a really powerful experience. There are two possible dates to join. The first is tomorrow, Sunday, the 20, or you might be listening to this on Friday, but on Sunday, the 28th of April, and the second is on May 8th. And so if you do not know about this and you want to know about it, go ahead on to the Courage to be Curious Facebook page, and there's a link there. And if you need an immediate response or you have a question about something or you need to be sent a link for information and registration, email us right away at info, I-N-F-O, at couragetobecurious.com. You can still get in on this. And the great opportunity is you can register yourself with a friend for the same price. So um, look into that. It's a two-hour virtual workshop on healthy money mindset. Thanks for listening, and we will be back. Um, the first week of May is our newsletter rather than a podcast. If you're not on our newsletter list, go on to couragetobecurious.com and down to the bottom third of the page, and you can sign up for that. Otherwise, the podcast show will be back the second weekend in May. Thanks for listening. <laughs>